Welcome back to Tooth and Appalachia. I'm Jeremy, and hopefully you guys are doing good uh, wherever you're listening from. So today's going to be a little bit of a heavy subject, and it's not going to be monetized. I've been monetizing the old episodes. I'm not going to monetize this whenever time comes to, uh, you know, set up monetization. I'm, I'm uh, going to be very respectful toward this, and I don't feel that monetizing it is uh, very respectful at all in regards to this subject. I wanted to talk about mental health for a while, just to kind of go over some things and some stuff that uh, I've learned over the years. But um, in light of some recent events, it's kind of, I don't want to say force my hand, but it's the only thing I can think about, so... It's kind of where I'm at right now, and I feel like this podcast has kind of evolved to where I was just a person who's hosting the show, but a lot of people from my experiences, you know, and telling my experiences, a lot of people have have come to me and and told me stories of their own and kind of opened themselves up and... The longer the podcast has gone on, I've kind of opened myself up a little bit more as well. And, um, you know, I don't I don't have too much to hide anyways. Um, I've always been kind of an open book about things. Uh, so, really what it comes down to is, um, you know, I feel like talking about this stuff may help somebody else. So I think it's I think it's worth it uh, to go over what's on my mind. Um so I don't even know where to unpack all this and where to start. Um so I had a f- uh you know a friend from school that I grew up with. I mean we we've known each other since let's say maybe third third fourth grade. Um, you know, lost touch after school, but that wasn't unusual because I lost touch with a lot of people, and, uh, recently found me, and I say recently, like the last couple years, found me on Facebook. Now, I don't use Facebook, um, hardly at all. Uh, I've gotten real sick of it. I've gotten sick of the people on it. Uh, and the bullshit that happens and all the drama and the bickering and the bitching and, and all this stuff, um, I've just, I've just got sick of it. So I don't, I don't really fuck with it too much. I do every once in a while, but I mean, I really try to stay the fuck away. He had gone through a couple of accounts and deleting or deactivating or whatever. And starting new ones. And he added me on one new one. And then something happened with that one. And that was it. Um, I hadn't talked to him since. But right beforehand, he lost his father. And that, you could tell, really tore him up. You know, know, send my condolences and everything. Make sure everything's alright on that. So, um, 
yesterday I get a message from my best friend. He's like, hey, you heard, you know, old boy killed himself. And I said, uh, what? And he said he killed himself. Um, he said it, he apparently posted some stuff on Facebook and that was it. So I'm waiting around all day to find out more information. Of course, we don't have any new information. Um, sat down and, uh, looked through his Facebook because it was, it was public. He told me what name it's under. So I went and checked it out. Apparently, the relationship went sour, girl cheated, uh, spread a bunch of shit about him and stuff, and just kind of made a fool of him, made him laugh and stock, and, uh, and I think the most, uh, most frustrating thing about all this is, within that last 24 hours, you could tell there's a slow, uh, well, I wouldn't say slow, but a gradual decline in what he was posting. He posted quite a bit, but he he was talking about how he talked to his father and his father's past and kind of reminded him of who he was and, and everything, and he's found peace with himself and and all this, and then it's just a lot of, like, uh, music that he posted. And then at some point it said, I've said that I'm at peace with myself. You know, I'll catch you guys on the flip side. Now, hardly anybody liked any of these posts up until that one. And he got, like, four likes, which is more than what he had gotten on the other ones. So people just, I don't know if people just didn't know what he was saying or didn't understand what he was saying or, or what. Then he posted two more videos, music like music's, uh, music video type things that was, you know, just album art music. And uh, that was it. Don't know how it happened, don't know whatever, but um, another guy that we've known since, since around the same time, uh, they were they were still keeping in touch and and hanging out. And they were, you know, best friends. And uh, he started posting, you know, was, and so I I got sent those posts to show me like what all was being said. But there was still no information on exactly what happened. <clears throat> so he. Um, I don't know. I don't know really how you process it. I don't think any of these, none of these get any easier. <laughs> Every time you turn around, it's uh, something else or someone else is going. And so last night, well, a couple hours ago, uh, I was talking to my buddy and I, and, you know, I was like, how many people have we lost just within the last year? And he said, man, he said, it's, it's adding up. I said, yeah. And, and the funny thing that we figured out is it's not, it's not even older folks. It's, it's people our age and a little bit younger. 
So between the ages of like 28 and I don't know, maybe maybe 30, 30 to 30 to 40. Within that 10 that 10 years there, um, it's it's mostly people from this age range, and I mean it comes from different stuff. It comes from um, you know, so I think there may be one that was a natural cause, and then the rest of them have been that we've known. Um, it's been from something dealing with addiction, uh, suicide, um, abuse, things like that. There was something that he said, though, that kind of stuck with me. He said, he said, um, you know, I said, well, how many more you figure we're going to lose in this year? And, um, you know, he said, he said, the question is how many, how many more are we going to have to lose before somebody notices? And I don't know. Because the only thing that really any of this stuff has um, has in common, well, most of it, not even all of it, but most of it, it comes down to mental health. Uh, people trying to cope with things that they can't seem to escape or they can't handle themselves. So I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know that anything would come of anyone noticing, you know. Generally speaking, there's a very large stigma in regards to mental health. Um... You know, I, I'm going to be honest and I don't, I don't normally just throw this shit out there, but I've got bipolar disorder, right? So bipolar disorder, and it can go, you know, it, it can vary. I have bipolar too specifically, but, um, you know, a lot of people think that you're crazy and off, off your fucking hinges. And that's that's not always the case. Um, usually, there's there's like other things that are compiled on top of that that you know gives people different uh, results. For me, um, my lows. Uh, whenever you know you're depressed, you know you you're tired more, um, and then of course you know uh, you you lose interest. And then I'll go from that to having a lot of energy because a lot of people think if you're going through a manic phase, like you're going apeshit crazy and that's not always the case. Like I said, there's usually like other uh, issues that would kind of compound on top of that. Uh, my dad had something wrong with him. Um, I do know that from people that knew him. Uh, as well as his dad 
had some some issues similar to that. Um, but with mine, whenever I go into a, a manic phase, it's just I'm very overproductive. Uh, I don't sleep much. I'm constantly doing something, and I'm usually multitasking a lot, and there's usually not too much of a problem. I've dealt with it so long that I can handle the depression. I know how to how to handle the depression and still be productive. Um, <clears throat> just recently, I found um, a certain routine that really helps me out dealing with uh, depression as far as working out and uh, really taking, because I've done meditation before, but really uh, taking it seriously and, and counting on my breathing and, uh, you know, clearing out my space around me, uh, my head. There's there's a few things I've, I've really picked up that's helped me work with that. The problem isn't the depression or the mania. The, dep- the problem... Um, cause I hear these people talking about like bipolar disorder, like, um, you know, you go crazy, like you're in a fucking murderous rage. The only time that I've found them from talking to other people as well, that there seems to be any sort of anger or irritability is that shift, you know, the initial shift from one to the other. And especially if it happens in a short amount of time. So, uh, whenever I first got diagnosed, I was all over the place, right? I was, um, I was up and down constantly. I'd stay up for about a day or two days. Rare occasions, I would go up and down within a few hours, um, now it's more drawn out, so it's not as extreme, so I don't really uh, find myself getting too irritable. It's usually like if it's a, a very fast uh, trigger of going back and forth. So, talking about that, or even talking about it now... You know, you're kind of leaving yourself open for a lot of people to say, well, you know, you're fucking crazy or you're unstable. And that's not the case at all. There was a lot of things that, you know, like I said, I've I've found that helps me. Um, And a lot of it, you know, and and I'm not an expert on it. Everybody's different, so I can't, I can't say, you know, for sure what's what um, for everybody but I've I've really tried to make sure that over the last couple of years especially because I have gone to extremes uh, trying to trying to get things to stop you know um, I have gone through a lot of um, bad decisions. And really what it comes down to is if it wasn't for me trying to reach out to somebody, whether that be an open up, whether that be to uh, 
you know, my friends. And it's hard for me to trust people, by the way. Like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people's picked up on that, but it's hard for me to trust folks. Um, you know, people are constantly in and out of my life. And a lot of that is because I don't put up with bullshit. And the, one of the big reasons I don't put up with bullshit is because, you know, of this stuff. It puts me in a bad fucking mood. It puts me in a bad headspace. And so for me personally, I can't deal with bullshit. If you come in with a bunch of shit and a bunch of baggage of your own that you're not willing to fucking try to work on. And all you want to do is just fucking mope around and bitch about the fucking world without doing anything about it. I can't have anything to do with you. If all you care about is yourself, I can't deal with it. If all you do is, is think of yourself so fucking highly that, that you know, you're just slumming it with the rest of us, I can't handle that shit, man. <clears throat> I gotta have... People around me who who are like family. I have to have people that I can trust, that I can depend on, and that I can also offer that to. Um, that helps. Having people that, you know, um, Stephen ask how you're doing sometimes helps. Showing, showing that, you know, they care. But, you know, if it wasn't for that and, and figuring out a routine with working out, because the first, like, working out was just like, mm, like, I hated it. I did it, but I hated it. Um, more recently, I found a routine with it that I've really started to enjoy, and it's become something that's um, that I, I'm very... Uh, anxious to get back to so like you know I get I get a little antsy you know thinking about it like I want to I want to get in there and, and get my you know my pump in or whatever and and a lot of that had to do honestly with my breathing because I noticed my breathing started working with my focusing and my focusing started working with uh, um, you know with, with the actual movement and 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 weight and all that stuff. And then on top of that, that's, that's kind of opening, you know, and clearing out a bunch of shit that I, I've got stored in my, in my fucking brain. Right. But that's just it though. You know, I've been very open about myself to myself and I've tried to find ways to make things easier on me. The problem with mental illness is that we don't necessarily, whenever we see people, uh, we don't necessarily know if they know that something's wrong, you know, until it's too late. You've got people who uh, get on drugs because of something, uh, and sometimes people do it because they're bored, sometimes people do it because... You know, they're trying to fit in or whatever, but sometimes you get these people that are, you know, and I would say that those things have their own issues. Um, but then you get people who've, who've really had a, a hell of a time 
And I've always said that, you know, you don't really know how bad you've had it until until people start treating you like a fucking charity case, you know. Um, Because once you're knee-deep in the shit, it's just normal for you. Um, And I, I think that's the case for some people. They just think some things are normal, and then whenever they start to self-medicate and they notice it helps them feel better for a few minutes or, you know, a few hours or whatever the case is, they keep on, you know. And then they don't even know they have an issue. Not only with the addiction, but also with whatever it was they were feeling to begin with. They just see it as... I'm here, I'm medicating, um, and that's it, you know, they're, they're taking care of something that makes them feel good, they don't, they may not even necessarily know where the root of all of it's coming from, they just know they feel bad, and they're trying to feel normal, and uh, there's a line there that, you know, a lot of us, especially here in West Virginia, we're very quick to to say something about somebody being a fucking junkie, right? But then at the same time, you know, there's a lot of things going on that we don't necessarily, we're very sympathetic, but we're very aggressive about the subject as well when it comes to addiction, Because it is frustrating, and I think a lot of that frustration has caused a lot of trauma as far as families go, because it's tore families apart, so people are are very pissed off and quick to pulling out the junkie, and a lot of it's because they've, we've had so much that, and it's like it's all over the place, but I, I saw the the amount of pills that came in from 2006 to 2016, right? We're talking like 86 million in the state. A third of that, I think, was, um, they said, was in Cabell County. <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy. So that, that statistics got me thinking about it, you know, but people are frustrated, man. You know, the, their families have been tore apart. Fucking people's overdosing from the shit and stealing from their own. Like, it has tore us apart. Um, I don't know. Where do you go with that? You know, we can, we can teach rehab all you want to. Well, now you've got it out of your system. We, we need to be focused primarily on the mental aspect of what the fuck is wrong. Where does all this, this root, uh, the root of the issue, where does it come from? You know, where's it stem from? That's what we need to be focused on. I don't know that we do a good job of that. <laughs> Especially in these rural areas. A lot of these rural areas you, you look at and you say, okay, well, we got more rehabs than we do health facilities, okay? problem with that is, 
again, you're treating the addiction as far as the substance issue on a, a very, very surface level, um, very on a, on a very surface level, you may touch on the mental side of things, but to get these people full-blown health uh, care for that, there's just nothing. Um, in a lot of those areas, we've already talked about it before, you know, you may just even get to a hospital because the clinics will be iffy, you know, but to get to like a dedicated hospital, you're not going to, you're going to be going an hour each way in some of these spots. Um, so addiction's a big issue. Suicide's a big issue. Um, you know, assault is a big issue. People getting themselves in the same uh, comfortable positions, even though it's bad for them, they know it's bad for them. Um, you know, you can't depend on cops to do anything. Um, and it's not like it used to be, you know, you can't just, uh, you know, handle the shit cause you handle the shit and, and then your ass gets handled because, because they don't give a fuck about the system itself is broke. I mean, let's just fucking face it. People that should have been, uh, you know, into some severe shit, you know, years ago, whether that be, you know, uh, locked up for life or whatever. Like I, I always talk about that one pedophile that was in the town of Logan, the guy, you know, uh, murdered a while back, right? Everybody knew he was a fucking pedophile. Well, until somebody fucking killed him that suddenly there's an uproar. Well, now we got to get that guy. You know, let's... I just, <laughs> I just realized the shit that I talk about, I am never going to get uh, endorsed <laughs> by, by anybody in this fucking state. Uh, typically speaking, uh, this shit is... Uh, it comes off a little bit too much, I think, for people, but, I mean, let's fucking be honest about it. You know, you're going to let this motherfucker slide by for years, and then, and then somebody does something about it, and then your fucking cops go after him. Even though they knew full well what this motherfucker was doing, so fuck that. You can't handle business like that anymore, man. You can't, you can't go and you can't depend on anybody else. So then, who do you have to turn to? And that's and that's the issue. That's the real issue. You have nowhere to go. There's nowhere for people to go. And instead of looking at, like, repeat offenders, cause some of these guys are fucking crazy. Let's be honest with you. There's, you've got, you've got outlaw types, and then you've got people who, who are, are legit, you know, um, something really is wrong with them. Instead of, you know, 
taking these guys and, and having, you know, more of a, you know, like what's wrong with these people exactly? Like they're, they're barely getting on a medication. Whenever they do put them on medication, it's, it's something to knock them the fuck out throughout the day. They just keep them in prison, you know? I don't know. What what are you fucking supposed to do? What are you really supposed to do? Because you'd just be transferring them from prison to a a mental hospital. But then is that is that going to work? You know, because some of these hospitals are trash, man. I'm going to be fucking honest with you. Proper health care mentally. Um, it's not readily available let's be honest about it for those of us who deal with um, you know things that you know that we live with depression bipolar disorder and whatever the case is we have to be able to take care of ourselves that's something that I probably haven't appreciated enough to do until more recently, for sure. Really been trying to take care of myself because I'm starting to realize, um, well, since mom, since mom got to where she couldn't walk and stuff, that really kind of put things in, it kind of sent a shock through the system, I suppose, that I have to, now it's like, before I was dependent on. Now it's, it's mandatory that um, that I fulfill um, my duty to my family. Whereas before, there for a little bit, my nephew stayed with my uncle and, and that was it. Uh, but my oldest will move back as well. And, you know, him saying, like, I look at you like, like you're my dad. Him saying that to me it kind of put things in perspective too. So for me, I've had to learn to really start watching out for myself. And sometimes I'll do some, uh, you know, some shit I shouldn't do or, or whatever um, to kind of test the waters. You know, whenever I was joking around about caffeine and stuff on the last one, I noticed though that you know the my caffeine intake was also making me real antsy and irritable. So me cutting that down and out has, has helped out tremendously with my mood. So I'm able to handle, uh, things a little easier. Uh, tweaking my diet has helped, uh, tweaking around, um, my workouts have helped finding new hobbies to kind of do um, on those off days and just kind of, uh, you know, spend a time with the family. That's, that's really, and I've been, you know, forcing myself to get out <laughs> because whenever you get depressed and things of that nature, you don't want to leave the house. And in general, I just can't stand dealing with uh, the shitty drivers on the road. <laughs> like I, I have, I have severe road rage, right? Um, but, I mean, you know, people fucking, uh, you know, they they come and ace, they hit in the air every time. 
you leave the damn house anymore. Uh, people are always in a rush to get somewhere. They'll ride that middle lane or they'll ride off road just to try to get around, uh, you know, one car in front of you. It's stupid. Um, <laughs> I think road rage is um, generally universal. I think there's the people that get that get the road rage, and then there's the people who give the road rage. But I don't know. I think there's things that a lot of us can do to help our mental health readily just by kind of tweaking our lifestyles for some people they need more support right i can't i can't help but to think that in the situation that happened you know and that i found out about yesterday um you know, maybe if I if I was on that account, you know, if he had added me from that account, uh, whenever he created that one, or you know, well, I, hell, I don't, I'm not on Facebook anyways. Maybe if I would have seen it, I could have said, "Listen, you know, you need to call me. Way, what's your number? And I'll, I'll get a hold of you." Maybe something could be different, but I mean, they always say, I've always heard that if they talk about it, they're not going to do it. And I always said that was bullshit. Sometimes people are looking for, uh, you know, an outstretched hand. They want somebody to talk to. Sometimes they're lonely. And... So him, him saying something along the lines of, you know, uh, I'm at peace with myself. I'll catch you guys on the flip side. And maybe to me, you know, something we also talked about, maybe the way our minds are wired. Because, um, you know, my friend wasn't on his, on his list either on that account. Um... Maybe the way with our our brains being wired the way they are, we would have we would have automatically spotted the sign on that. But you know, four people liked that post. Maybe he just maybe if and I don't know. Hell, I don't know. Maybe they did try to. I don't. I don't fucking know. But fucking kills me thinking that. And what if nobody did reach out to him? Of course, I won't know that for sure. That's... I don't know. Where do you go with it? What are you supposed to do? The best thing I think we can do is as far as... Um... You know, taking care of our own with this sort of thing is, um, you know, really just just check in on your people. Make sure they're okay. 
And a lot of people say that whenever something tragic happens, but I mean it. If you notice, like, if you guys have kept up with me, um, you know, even in DMs, even if we've never met in person, if you guys have kept up with me and you've sent me messages and stuff like that, um, and we've talked a little bit, I'll check in on you from time to time. I try to make sure that everybody's okay. Try to make sure that y'all's family's okay and that, that you're doing all right and that, um, you know, if there's anything on your mind you want to talk about, we can talk about it. Do that shit. And really. I mean, I know there's this whole, you know, everybody wants to try to be a fucking badass. And I, I've, I've really tried to push people out of my, my life lately. In regards to that sort of mentality, that very self-serving, it's me, me, me type shit. I, I fucking, I've, I've pushed those, those people out of my fucking life, right? And that's something that I've, I've kind of, that's that no bullshit <laughs> that I'm, I'm putting up with these days. I'm putting up with that no bullshit. You know, keep the fuck away. Um... You know, I know there, there's a lot of people out there that's like that, just, but for the people that really understand what I'm saying, they're, they're getting the point of all this, check, check in on your people, seriously, um, you don't, you don't know, I guess, I don't know, it all sounds cliche, this point, but you, I mean, you don't know what they're going through and you don't know if they need somebody to talk to, but also make it understood that like, it's not, you know, try to ease off that stigma a little bit because a lot of people are afraid that they're going to come off as, as fucking insane, right? You know, and I think that's one reason they don't want to be they don't want to be judged. They don't. They don't want to put themselves out there and then get rejected. Uh, you know, sometimes you try to put yourself out there, and it's like, you know, you nobody wants to listen to you. You know. So, I I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, I've tried to push away everybody that's that's the tops. It's like, well, it's not it's not my concern, you know. And I get that, I guess, man. If you don't really give a shit about anything else but yourself, then all right on you. That's probably your own issues. That's probably. I think. I think at this point, everybody's just got issues, and you know, some of us just figured out to an extent that we've got them, and. And how to try to work with them. Some people don't know they got them at this point. <laughs> Something's wrong with us. I don't know. I do think that the system needs to change. I think that we need to start implementing more corrective measures 
to work at the core of things rather than wait till the shit spirals out of hand. We've put such a bad name on a lot of issues. People don't want to talk about them. Even if they suspected that something is wrong, they don't want to bring it up because they're afraid of the repercussions of having those issues, you know. And so they're afraid to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Who can fucking blame them? Um, <laughs> nobody, you know, nobody knows what the fuck to say. It's not going to get them put in a goddamn hospital somewhere, you know. You can say the wrong thing and, and get your ass fucking thrown in a goddamn hospital and for what? You know? Anxiety? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, nobody really knows. You know? Uh, I mean, I'm a, I know, like, doctors have certain keywords they listen for, and I know what those keywords are, and I ain't gonna necessarily say what they are, but, like, I know what they are. Because I've, I've, uh, I've had that before, but... I mean, it's just, um, even in a casual conversation, people are afraid to say, you know, like, yeah, something's wrong. They're afraid of what's going to make them look like. They're afraid of if they're going to get sent away. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And that's, that's generally what it comes down to. A lot of people are, you know, they don't, they don't know what's going to happen if they start saying that. But I think... You know, if they start saying, like, I'm having an issue. Um, a lot of people think they can ignore or they can self-medicate. And then you have a lot of addiction because of that. Or you have, you know, people just really having a hard time. It's like the homeless issue right now. Like, you got to look at a lot of uh, what folks are dealing with. You know, you got veterans that are coming back with PTSD and these other issues and whenever Papa's in the hospital the last time uh, this fella at the, the VA was talking about it and he said he said it's, it, it doesn't even matter it seems like they don't even care uh, necessarily and I don't know how true that is that's just what he told me um, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of avenues we could go into conversation, but we've already spent a lot of time talking on it, but, um, I don't know. I don't know where you go from this. I think preventative measures, I think being a little bit more realistic with ourselves and, uh, having a better system in place, I think that would be, that would help. But I think we got to start with ourselves. You know? But I'm not. I mean, realistically, I do want to say this though. A lot of people, whenever they talk about suicide or whenever they talk about people making bad decisions, they talk about it being selfish or they talk about it, you know. And from a survivor standpoint, I get that. I get why you think that. But I would also add that in that type of mindset, they're probably not thinking clear because 
coming from personal experience of making some bad decisions in my time, you kind of go off into I'm trying to think of how to word this. You kind of go off mentally in a in a blank. So you're not you're almost working off instinct. Right. And that may not always be the case, obviously. But I don't think people quite understand that sometimes you're not all there. You know what I mean? And I think it's a part of their own healing. Um, as far as, you know, healing from, you know, the traumatic loss that, you know, maybe, maybe it's easier sometimes to just be like, well, they're, they were selfish. Because it's hard to think somebody, you know, just kind of just not being there mentally enough to make a logic, logical decision. So, I don't know. But it's just one of those things, man. We've we've gotta we gotta start taking care of ourselves. Um, we gotta start doing what's good for us, and we need to start taking care of each other. Um, you know, I take care of uh, you know I try to take care of, of my people. You know, whether. You know, tribal or family or, hell, at this point, acquaintances. <laughs> you know, just friends. But I always try to make sure everybody's alright. And if anybody needs to talk, just send me a message. But uh, you guys take care of yourselves. And take care of, uh, take care of each other. Next episode will probably be out in about a week or two, so I'll catch you then.